If you're in a crowd of people, expect, expect to be stricken with the coronavirus. It claims another afterthought. Well, coming soon on the T. Like I said at the top of the show, my name is Joe Batanz, but I didn't announce uh, who, who the other hosts were. First, from some city that shall be unnamed. I believe it's Long Beach, though. Lori Rockenkamp. Hello, Lori Rockenkamp. Hello. How are you? I got to tell you, Lori, you look fantastic in this lighting. You got to find a way to get this lighting whenever you do a show. Okay, yeah. The, lo- sure. the lighting's I'll just, phenomenal. I'll just do it strictly from this classroom. Yeah, even after you left the school, just yeah. go back. Hey, I'll I, just I break I, in. Yeah, just break Come. in, and it's my weekly time to do the tea. I just need yeah. to pop in real quick. Yeah, I'm just guys. Yeah. I'm just here to do the tea. Yeah, and from I believe the set of Good Times, uh, the Pride Parade. Oh, that the Pride Parade. It looked like the Apparently. back. It looked at like the backdrop for the, for Good Times. The TV show. Can someone put the backdrop for Good Times a TV show on the, the Discord there? It's Mr. J. Ellis. Hello, J. Ellis. Hi. Hello, hello. Now Happy you, Pride. You've just arrived home from where? You were out somewhere. Where are you? Yeah, I was at my sister's house. I was watching my nephew for her. Well, uh, it was my niece's birthday, so they went and did a cooking class. Mm-hmm. And so my nephew is like me. He has no interest in cooking, so we played video games for the past five hours. <laughs> Oh, look at that. Very, are you, are we going to hear about it or that much to it? I mean, that's really it. It, it was so tame. Um, that's all. I mean, I, I walked in, we got Jimmy John's. I don't know if you guys, yep. I've never been there before. Have you mm-hmm. heard of that place? Oh, yeah. But they have like a skinny sandwich or something like that, sort of like unwitch or something like that. It's not, they have no bread and just one like a thin bread. Uh, it looked like it was like a lettuce wrap almost. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I did I not go with that. I went, oh, with the, you didn't. I went with a turkey. Sub, but theirs are so bare bones. It's it's the bread, the meat, lettuce, and that was it. And tomatoes, I think. Actually, well, you know, you can tell them to put things on it. I actually didn't know that. I couldn't tell if it was customizable. And when I go to a place and I'm brand new, I'm so afraid to like adjust anything until I've seen other people do it. What sandwich place, Lori? Would you say that oh, is like God. no? You can't customize it. That's good. <laughs> um. Well, I always know the Quiznos. I had a hard time customizing. Mm-hmm. They'd always they give me a hard time about it, so I just stopped going. And now they're no um, longer in business, right? Are they still? Yeah, around? yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like I mean, you know, when you lose the fat people, that's when you lose business. <sighs> I wanted what a kind good... of adjustments were you trying to make? Yeah, that's true. Good point. Just, uh, so they would have like, um, so I, I like tuna melts, but I like it when the I don't mm. like it when the tuna is is with the cheese when it's melted. I like it when the cheese is melted on the bread and then you put the tuna on. So I don't like that. I don't like warm tuna. So I really? always ask them. You could have fooled me. Drop. Yeah. So I, I would what? always ask them to do the tuna, to put the cheese on, melt it, and then put the tuna on. And they would always be like, oh, that's not how we do things. Well, like, well and Quizna's whole shtick is they were like kind of the first to start toasting things, right? That was like their big thing. Yeah. Okay. They were the first to do it. So why would they give you trouble? About it? I feel like you put the bread in with the cheese, melt it, and then you Look, throw the t- scoop of tuna. I mean, this is like, this is what I'm saying. 
Joe thinks I have an anger problem. It's just me going, you know, can you do this? And people saying, no, we can't. There's no possible way we can do this. And I'm like, really? No possible way. Well, hold on for a second. I want to amend what I said. I was, I was just talking about this today with a friend. I don't know if I would say you have an anger problem. Your your situation is unique. But I will say, dealing with the Spotify thing, I have learned uh, why Elton John or someone, like, throws a tantrum and shit like that. Because I'm like, how the fuck do I get this? A simple fucking thing. I've gotten to that point with Spotify. So I kind of get it, Lloyd. But I don't know if I get that way about a Quizno sandwich. Yeah. It's the important things. Chipotle? Yeah. What's, so, your, what's your uh, Chipotle order, Lori? We've done this. We've done. My I still want to hear order. it again, and I want to hear Jay's Chipotle order. I don't go to Chipotle, but uh, um, <laughs> it's a half chicken, half carnitas with uh, rice, white rice, pinto beans, cheese, corn, and sour cream. Okay, I, I actually have my because whenever I order, they always say, "Oh, you just get what you get last time." So I will tell you what I get. Uh, it's always a bowl. I love the bowls there. Okay? You don't have it memorized? No, I, don't, I actually don't go to Chipotle that often. Um, okay. Let me see. Okay. This is a sofritas bowl with brown rice, black beans, fresh tomato salsa, romaine lettuce, sour cream, tomato, or red chili salsa. Ooh. What's the protein? Sorry, I missed it. The sofritas. I like the sofritas. It's vegan, like, um, Oh, that's tofu, right? Like, whipped up? Okay. I like vegan food. Um, Jay thinks I don't because I'm fat, but whatever. Now. Why would that be associated with? I want to go to an to an afterthought, not controversy, but a little thing you might not know about, Lori. Oh, wait, Lori, are, are we interrupting your reading of your phone? No. Oh. <laughs> I'm not reading my phone. I was just reading something that I had, a note that I had written, and I was like, what was that again? Hmm. <laughs> it says, pay attention to Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially. So, anyway, so... Um, on our other show, Drag Race Recap, Jay co-hosted... And I have no memory of this, and neither does Jay, but according to co-host Nathan Brown, and he confirmed this again last night with me, Jay Ellis was in a tank top, per usual, even though he's in a regular t-shirt, mm-hmm. and that he was constantly stretching and showing his muscles and armpits. I, and this is not an insult to Jay, this actually shows my affection for Jay, I see Jay completely as an asexual being, because I've put him in that category. So I did not clock this. No, Lori World Rise, this is true. With my friends, <laughs> the only friend that I want to have mad, passionate sex with is Lori. Other than that, I, do, I don't want to have sex with any of my friends. Um, but so Jay's in my friend category. So, but I, so I didn't clock this. But Jay, you said you have no memory of this, correct? No, I, I know I wore a tank top. That's all I remember doing. I don't think I did anything out of the ordinary. That's sort of not, that's a half answer because maybe it's ordinary for him to stretch and show his muscles and his. Was armpit. this during the show? Like, yeah, Nathan said yeah. it was during the show that he couldn't even pay attention because Jay was just doing it so much. Um, I mean, he does have the tendency to like like stretch and scratch and stuff. Yeah, like do that. Oh, really? I've never noticed. I mean, I notice now. It's not like it's not like a lot. It's not like I'm like, all right, we get it, dude. It's mm-hmm. just like you know. I think because Jay is so active that when he has to sit in one place for long periods of time, it his body's like. Oh, that's right. Remember, we learned from Jay he never lies down during the day. Yeah, ever, yeah, ever, ever. Yeah, and I was like, and people messaged me not a lot, but two or three people messaged me. They're like, I consider myself pretty active, and it's 
not unusual for me to lie down for like a minute or like you know yeah like for but Jay's like no and, but never. he doesn't like I mean imagine how exhausting your day must be if you don't even lie down once just until you're you go to bed but I've been with Jay Jay's one of those fast walking gays you know uh, when they just yeah. walk like, like this really like they walk fast everywhere. So you know, in like Looney Tunes, when they run, like the circles are just happening. Yeah. I, I do. Feel, I know I walk fast. I'm I'm told that constantly by people. Does Paul walk faster than you? Or? He, I was just gonna say, like, to add on to that, Paul is as fast of a walker as I am, so it works out great. Why is that a stereotype of gays? Do you think, Jay, that they walk really fast? Why do you walk I so fucking know. fast? I, Where are you fucking going? I just I, my pet peeve, like when I'm walking and I can't break through to get through a crowd of people to like get around them. If I'm feeling myself slow down, it drives me bonkers i mm-hmm. i don't think i rock extraordinarily fast but I, if i can feel myself slowing down because i can't get around people it drives mm-hmm. me crazy and it happens I at hate the, like the boardwalk at the beach the mall like wherever i'm walking i hate that too i yeah. hate because i'm not necessarily a fast walker and if i'm walking faster than you then you gotta pick it up you know well and that, i i used yeah. to hate when i would walk i worked at an outdoor mall mm-hmm. And there would be like teens there, and oh my god, they walk so slow. And I would just be like, "Come on, guys! Like, let's pick this up. Let's mm-hmm. walk faster." Yeah, you know, uh, that's something I've always wanted to read about. There's been some articles that have sort of approached this, but you know, man spreading is a real thing, right? Where men will sit down. I think because they're afraid of a guy sitting next to them, they'll spread their legs to take up as much room as possible. But I feel uh-huh. women do the same thing when they're walking. Or they put their purse. I don't know what you call that. They put their, they spread their shit out so no one sits next to them. Um, yeah. Lloyd, would you agree I with that? I feel this? like that could be a safety thing though, too, like on a subway or something. Yeah, but I'm talking about when they're walking down the street, women will walk side by side and take up the whole fucking sidewalk. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I yeah, will I say, think... excuse me. Like I will, I will like kind of maneuver through, but do you feel like I go fast, Joe, when I'm, when we're at Disneyland or something? Are you keeping up with me or? No, I feel the, like no, I no let me, let me rephrase the question. Let me throw the question back at you. Do you think you're finding yourself slowing down tremendously for me? No, but I feel like Disneyland specifically is a place where you, you kind of are behind a person no matter which way you go. You can't really veer around people because it's just mm-hmm. a constant walkway everywhere that you go. Yeah. Yeah. So I think you're kind of stuck. So it's funny that you say that because there's going to be a big rearranging of this office because I'm going to buy an electric bike, not a Peloton, but a really good not Peloton. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, are we interrupting a We're getting a Peloton. Wait. Yeah. This again? Wait, Lori, you just did this. Oh, you're going to do the renting one? We rent it for a month, like rent it so you can take it back whenever you want? No, we're going to buy one. Star got a new job, so we're getting a Peloton. But wait, 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 wait. Let me, I didn't do this, and I'll tell you why. But can I talk you into the Peloton renting thing? We already bought it. Oh. I didn't know you could rent. That's a Yeah, fun. they have a new thing now. It's because they have so much inventory, because they overproduced because of the pandemic, and then no one's, right. they have stopped. So yeah. they have a policy, a, a plan right now. I'll tell you why I didn't do it. I'll give you the pluses and minuses. I already read the fine print. You can oh, wait. Re- no, we are doing that. We're renting to own. Okay, yeah. So you can rent the bike. It's like a you car. Know, no commitment, right? Month to month for the basic bike, which, by the way, everyone I know that has a Peloton says, all you need is the basic bike. The basic bike yeah. plus. Or the bike plus is not worth it, right? For the basic bike, and this includes the classes, it's $59 a month, okay? Yeah. Um, it's like a two or $300 delivery and setup fee. But there's no mm-hmm. commitment. The second you're like, I'm done, they will come and pick it up and take it away. Okay? And then after a year, you have an option to buy the bike at a reduced price. Okay? 
I elected not to go with that for a couple of reasons. One, I already pay for this Apple One without an Apple Fitness Plus. Okay? One. And they have a bike, whole bike thing there. Two. Um, one of the things you should realize about the Peloton is it's very, very heavy and not easy to move. Okay? So once you put it where it is, for the most part, you have to keep it where it is. I mean, but I mean that's if you have good, to though, because I'm mm-hmm. very heavy. Yes. Not I, I could see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's sturdy. It's sturdy, yeah. but it's not meant to be moved a lot, you know? Right. I mean, you can, but you're not like you're like, oh, well, I'm going to put it away now. It's not like that kind of bike. All right? Mm-hmm. I need to be able to move it. Okay? Two. Uh, I mean, three. Um, Honestly, the buy it at the end kind of thing isn't that good of a deal. It's only like a couple hundred dollars off what it did cost to buy it new. So I'm like, well, I already have the Apple Fitness Plus. So I did a bunch of research and reviews. And so I found one that is like, this is the best not Peloton bike. And it's, of course, significantly cheaper. And you can, it has like little wheels in it so you can lift it up. It's, and, it's, and, it, and it weighs over 100 pounds. So it's pretty sturdy. And you can move it around the room. So I can move it to the side and whatnot. So, uh, I'm going with that, but I'm glad Lori, I'm glad you, Lori, we should like be bike friends. We should, we should do like track how far we go and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. With Peloton, can you, is it uh, a group fitness thing where you guys can be in the same Peloton? Yes. Yes. But I, I don't, I'm not getting the Peloton bike. I believe that's the thing with the bike. You have to have the subscription in the bike. Uh, yeah, you have to buy the classes. Star actually, the main reason why we went with Peloton is Star. Star wants to do the classes. The classes, I I know someone who had a, 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 a membership that allowed them to put other people on it, and uh, I've done the classes and they're very good. Now, the reason I'm doing that, let me actually tell you the reason I'm doing this bike thing. I'm not really one for uh, exercise bikes. Is I've gotten this fitness regimen where I've been walking more and more and more and more. And one of the things that's been very frustrating is actually I know that my stamina is good enough to go faster than I'm going. What's preventing me is the shock on my joints. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not in pain, but I'm like, oh, I can't push this any farther, right? So I, um, the fastest I can go is like 3.5, which I, which I don't, I don't know. I mean, in terms of real life, I know that's not very fast on a treadmill, but I feel that's actually pretty not fast, but like. That's not bad for like real life walking. I could be wrong, but that's the fastest I can really go without hurting myself. So I go, I need something more low impact. Do you swim? Yes. That's a great way to, I mean, that's low impact and it's so good for your entire body too. I mean, to incorporate that in with, so you don't get bored on the bike. To I need a swimming pool. That. I know. I, I didn't know if you used it for laps or if it was more of a, so I don't remember. Are you guys like a deep, Deep end, shallow end, or is it like a volleyball one where it's, you know, shallow, deep, shallow? Somewhere in between. Okay. Oh, by the way, I'm having a little birthday party on my birthday. I'm inviting you both. Did you decide on what day you're actually doing it? Yeah, I'm not doing the the fourth. You are? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Lori, can you go? Yeah. But it's not going to be my parents' house. It's going to be my brother's house. Okay, cl- I'm pretty sure I don't have school, so I, if I the do... The 4th of July, gonna... yeah, I'm pretty sure you don't have school. Well, I don't know. They're weird, really weird. Uh, they want me to start on a Friday. Next, They want me to start next Friday. Mm-hmm. So, I, who knows? But um, I'm pretty sure I don't. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'll, I'll be there. Yeah. What's Star's new job? Oh, yeah. It's the same thing. She's just working in a different gallery. Oh, but she got a she job right away. Likes- 
Docent? No, she was at uh, Somalia. L.A. Louvre. And Would you just in, call me? In Santa Monica. Oh. Wait, it, she's going to Santa Monica? No, she was at that. And then oh. now she's going to a different place. I forgot. She's told me so many times. I should know. Okay. But she uh, she she likes it better because she says that they have a lot more women of color artists and a lot of younger artists. And, and where also, is that? Uh, it's in downtown LA. Oh, okay. Oh, she could take the expo line. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if if she feels like. Uh, what, what brought on the change just to something new? She, she's been really stressed out at work. Um, it's been really, really, really stressed, stressful. There's just a lot that's been of like stuff that's been heaped on her with no. Wait, I lost Lori. I did too. Yeah, Lori, we lost you. It just cut out. She did say that her mic was acting kind of funny. Oh, I thought she meant that the mic was telling jokes. (laughs) Hey, would you, would you call a thing that you speak into? Yeah. Am I on? Am I on? Oh. Uh, sorry. Yeah, my mic. I have to hold it. So, like, my mic is like the the USB port doesn't work, so I have to hold it. Oh, you know what's funny is in the early days of Afterthought, Humblepia, uh, Toll said that if you cut like a little piece of a pencil eraser, yeah, I tried that. It didn't, it didn't work. Told me that. Yeah, what a no, stupid idiot. Like, what's the rest of that? If you cut a piece of an eraser and, and then eat what? it. Yeah, and eat it, and then pray to, and then look at the moon, and hold your left one leg, and hop up and down. It'll just magically fix itself. No, oh. if you if you have one of those loose USB ports, you just cut off a little sliver of an eraser, and you put it, you wedge it in between, mm-hmm. and it'll hold it in place. Oh, it's like a table a ta- table lever, le- what, yeah. leveler, table mm-hmm. leveler. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so Laura, she's working this place downtown, and they have more women of color. She's starting. She's not. She hasn't started there yet. Her last day. Her last day at her old job is Tuesday, and then a week from Wednesday she starts. So she's not. She hasn't started yet. So you guys starting new jobs and everything, both of you. Yeah, I didn't know you were starting a new job too. Yeah, I just got it. Well, I didn't even know I got it. I thought I didn't get it. I'll be right back. But keep talking. Okay. Yeah. Tell me more about this. I had interviewed for a math summer school job for high school at South Pasadena. Uh And uh, I interviewed there and it was really quick. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I got it. And then I didn't think I got it because I hadn't heard from them. And then yet last week on a, I think it was like Wednesday or Thursday, they were like, oh, we need to start your paperwork. Because they actually technically start tomorrow. They start summer school tomorrow. But I, my contract doesn't end till the 16th. So I can't start till the 16th or the 17th. So I was hoping that they would let me start on the 21st. Because I think we have a holiday on Monday, mm-hmm. but they were like, "No, we want you to start on the seventeenth. Oh, for, uh, Juneteenth is the holiday. I think that oh, Juneteenth is a oh yeah, I forgot about that. I, I think it falls on a Sunday, but they're uh, as you know using it as a holiday for Monday, so that would make sense. But uh, so that's cool. So it's th- not through the same district. This is a whole different situation. Yeah, it's a whole district. I haven't figured out where I'm going to work for next year. But uh, I'm still applying to places. But yeah, at least I have a summer job, so that's good. Congratulations! You know, I will. I'll I'll message you off because the district that I worked offline, um, the district I worked for, I really love the faculty, and if they're hiring, I would highly suggest them because it's a smaller thing that would be right by where you live. Now, Lori, oh, yeah, that'd be awesome. Why not a private school? 
because they're non-union. Oh. And uh, I just uh, there's just a lot of reasons. Um, you know, the main thing is is that you don't you don't get a retirement. I mean, you can oh. you can get a four hundred one k and you can, but you know, and then you you're not necessarily a guaranteed job security. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a certain point in time when you become uh, tenured. Mm-hmm. So you're really you really have more job security mm-hmm. than you know <clears throat> at a private school. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's one of those things where I, I, I there are a lot of opportunities at charter schools and private schools, but also a lot of private schools tend to be more religious based, and mm-hmm. I just don't want to deal with that shit. Hmm. So yeah, yeah that's true. Good point. Friends has a hilarious joke that Phoebe says where she gets a job at a massage place, and she says, "I even have a four hundred one." Because it's 401k. And That's I funny. can't not say it like that if I am talking just casually. Jay is such a huge fan of uh, Lisa, Kudrow. Lisa Kudrow, man. Any show she's, she's on. Well, if Lori hadn't uh, yelled at them in the chat, oh, I, was, I, that did was so I did not yell at them. I did not yell at them. It was so embarrassing. Sarah Silverman's sister had to be like, excuse me, guys, everyone, Lori will not leave us alone. We have to say hi to her Aunt Kathy. I did not yell at them. I was simply <laughs> reminding them, hey, I get my money's worth. It's true. Did Good we point. pay for that event? <laughs> I don't remember. It was on YouTube. I do no, think you, no, Lori donated money. Oh, right, right, right. That's how you got shout outs is you donate money. Yeah. I think I did donate and I, I didn't request. <laughs> Which BT dubs, I donated like, I donated like $200. I, they wanted you to donate up to 50 to get a shout out. I donated oh, wow. two, I donated 50 for the shout out and then I donated an additional 150. So I wasn't like looking. I just wanted to get my aunt was watching it and it was her, around her birthday time. So I just yeah. wanted to like have it be a nice birthday present. But yeah, I, that's the only reason. Um, and then what was so funny is that my aunt didn't even rec- recognize that it was her. <laughs> yeah, she just thought that, that another random woman named Kathy Penn was being acknowledged. <laughs> I remember, I remember texting you, being like, "Was that your? That was for your aunt, right?" And you're like, "Even he knew it was for you, and he doesn't even know you." Yeah, exactly. Remember early pandemic? Like how sad to say that sentence. Early pandemic because we're going into so many years of it. But mm-hmm. how like we had reunions of casts and things where people just had time on their hands and everything was for charity. And yeah. it, even though like the world was in shambles already, we were really just trying to get people like content that they were happy about. Yeah, yeah. We never did. Well, that. it just showed how desperate for. Um, you know, st- stuff people are is that they would just, they would pay attention to just a bunch of people who used to be on a TV show, just talking. Yeah. And eat every minute of it up. I, I think I tuned into a lot of those reunions and Instagram, Instagram lives where they were like, Oh, we're going to reconnect the people from happy endings. And I was like, I'm there <laughs> setting my, setting my alarm right now. Yeah. They even teased, they even teased that they were going to do a new season of happy endings uh, during the pandemic. And I was like, I'd watch that, and then it never happened. What they ended up doing a an episode reading, like they yeah, like a one. special, yeah. yeah. And it was fun, it, but it definitely. I think the actors are way too busy to sign on to a show now. They all are pretty, yeah. pretty booked, booked and blessed. Lori, did you watch this latest episode of Drag Race? Yes, I did. Now, I called some people that we know and texted them and and asked about their experience with Nikki Glaser. But did you have any experiences with Nikki Glaser? So I actually have a bone to pick with you because a look, I don't, do I think that she is, uh, which do I think that she's like, I think that she, she was always been nice to me. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. She's always been very nice to me. Yeah. But it's just surface level nice, which, you know, that I don't need anything else. Mm-hmm. She's not, she's not my friend. I'm not trying to be her friend. Mm-hmm. She's a fellow, you know, she's a fellow comedian and then she made it, moved on and was super popular. Mm-hmm. But in no way, shape or form has I, have I ever heard her stealing jokes. And I honestly think that when most people complain about somebody stealing their jokes, they're just upset that they did a better joke or it made it funnier there, what they were trying to do. That's why. Well, so, yeah, I don't once think- again, Lori jumping to conclusions. If she jumped, if she jumped in real life as much as she did to conclusions, she would be so healthy. Some of the couple of the stories, Nikki acknowledged it. And one, this is not going to be on the public, so I'll say this. But in one of the stories, uh, Jen Murphy dropped by the imp- no. Well, Jen Murphy was doing a set at the Improv, and Nikki Glazer dropped in, and Nikki Glazer did her jokes. And she did a couple of Jen Murphy's jokes. And Jen Murphy went up to her afterwards. And I think Jen Murphy didn't even say anything. But Nikki said to her, oh, hey, yeah, sorry. I did your jokes, but I usually only do them on the road. Which is, like, was that supposed to make it okay that she does Jen Murphy's jokes on the road? At what point in her career is this happening? Just for context. (laughs) Okay, so I have a question. So this is something that you heard from Jen Murphy? That Jen Murphy told you? No. Happened? Okay. So, how do we know that it actually happened? This is just a conversation that you're saying happened that we have no proof Do you want me to read the stories? Yeah. Okay. But I want you to actually share what happened. Okay, like how, I'm going I'm to read wanted. the story that the, people's told, that the people told me. The people. So, it's, not, it's not, not Jen Murphy, but it's somebody who knew Jen Murphy who said that this was a story. So, it's like a third-person conversation. Okay, here we go. Act the fool, girl. You you at reading the stories does not again prove that it actually happened. Here's one of the responses. You know, I don't know. I loved her until she had an exact impression of Jennifer Aniston and joke. Me, I think Jennifer Aniston sounds so shocked. Her, I think Jennifer Aniston sounds so shocked. I know for a fact she saw me do that joke dozens of times. I'm not the only one who had this issue with her. Uh and then I wrote more like sticky glazer and then somebody else wrote we did half hour tapings back to back that were being taped at this weird gig. We got to use each other's audiences. I think Bialik booked it. We got a nice 30-minute tape from it. He charged $50 a person. I had just done a corporate gig a few days prior, so I had a bunch of cash. I gave Dan 100 bucks and just told him to cover both of us. He was blown away. She was not. She was like, oh, thank you, and left. I guess that's what I was supposed to do. Anyway, it was fine because I told me who she was. An even stranger story is that she and Lizzie did a showcase together once, and Lizzie had her hair in a crazy specific style that night at the improv. Lizzie did well. Nikki did not. There were managers or whatever there who liked Lizzie and spoke with her after and signed her. A week later, they were doing a gig together at at the improv, and Nikki shows up dressed exactly like Lizzie with the exact hairstyle Lizzie had sported the previous week. Lizzie was very weirded out. Anyway, those two are friends, and Nikki got Liz work later down the road, which is what it's all about. But she's that strange. She makes sex talk her thing, but whatever. She's one of those who probably doesn't. She's probably one of those who brings a dog to the green room. And so, um, and then I can see the only thing I see from that is her bringing a dog to the green room. I look, I'm not saying that if, if something happened and I, I genuinely was verified, I would say like, yeah, that that's fine. But there's nothing, nothing that, you know, these are all pre preconceived notions. Then the other person said people. Last thing, it's one thing if she screwed over people above her punching up, but if you, if you will, but she seems like she'll screw over the people beneath her. Well, that's just somebody who's a better bitch. This this Nikki Glazer must have gotten Lori so wet. 
I've never. No, honestly, I've only had like four conversations with her. I've had zero and, conversations and, with her. And to be honest with you, one of them was incredibly awkward. Remember that one time I told you she invited me to her birthday party and then it was like at like a random guy's house. And then she like, then I was like there and she, I thought it was just going to be like, she was like, it's just a small thing. And it was just like all, like almost everybody from LA was there. And I got like super anxious and left because I was like, I have no idea who the hell these people but are. But why did I have the opposite experience with Chris Fairbanks? So Pat Keen says, hey, it's Fairbanks' birthday. He's turning 40. <clears throat> Do you want to go? And I was in this huge weight loss kick. I lost a bunch of weight. And I was, yeah, I'll go. Uh, but I won't eat anything. And, and Chris Fairbanks is, I don't know if he still is, but was a drunk. Okay. And so I'm like, oh, it's going to be okay. Yeah, we're meeting at this bar. Right, we're meeting this by month. That's exactly Fairbanks, right? So it sounds like, oh, we're all going to bar for Fairbanks' birthday. I know Fairbanks kind of, right? And we go to the bar. Everyone's hanging out. It's a few of us, right? I'm like, oh, a small little birthday thing. And then they go, okay, let's all get in the car. We're going to the party. And I'm like, I thought this was the party, right? You never go to a second location. You know what? You're right. Should never gone. And it was at Tignataro's house, right? Uh-oh. And it turned out. She had agreed to have this party at her house for Chris and his very intimate friends. And so she knew everybody except me. And she was such a weird, cold bitch to me. Meanwhile, I did not choose to go there. I was I was surprised as anybody, right? And also is there is this Aaron Rodgers, the football player, right? And they had a bunch of pizza there, right? And I didn't want to eat pizza. And I'd been talking. I didn't know who Aaron Rodgers was. Because later, Pat King's like, do you know who you're talking to Aaron Rodgers? I'm like, I don't know who the fuck that is, right? There's a I, huge rumor that he's gay, like closeted gay. Maybe that's why we were talking. But he, I, I thought he was really hot, right? And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm going to talk to this hot guy. Well, right? he's a Trump supporter and an anti-vaxxer. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Ro- yeah less, a lot. More like Aaron Roggenkamp. Anyway, um, <laughs> so I uh, – so I'm, I, I'm, I've been losing weight and I'm, and, and Rod, Aaron Rodgers is like, Hey, have some pizza. And I go, I don't want any pizza. I mean, and he goes, it's a fucking pizza. And he like, and I'm like, oh, oh. And it's like, oh. <laughs> I had to eat pizza. No, I didn't have to eat four slices, but <laughs> you, you do what you do. Right. So anyway, is Lori frozen or is, oh no, she's not. No, I'm just, no, I, uh, I was just listening to your riveting story about eating pizza. Um, <laughs> 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 no, I mean, look, okay, so, yeah, so she, we, we knew each other from Martini Blues. Uh huh. Nikki was, did a bunch, did like Women's Funniest, right? And uh-huh. her and Amy, uh, Amy Schumer would do a bunch. Mm-hmm. And, uh, she one time was like, hey, I'm having a birthday party. And if you're interested, I'd love for you to come. And it was in this place in, in LA. And mm-hmm. so I went and it was like at a friend of hers house. Mm-hmm. And she was very nice. She's like, oh my God, I'm so glad you came. But, like, immediately went and talked to some other people and, you know, was schmoozing and stuff. And I just, like, this is, like, the first time I'd ever been at a party with other people. And I was so nervous. Wait, this is the first time in your life you've been to a party with other people? Well, like, people I didn't know. You know, like, people I didn't know. And, like, it was, like, an entertainment party. Yeah. You know? And so I got so nervous. I just left. I just was, like, so nervous. Yeah. I would be in the same boat. I wish Aaron, I would have stuck around. Aaron didn't force you some pizza. He was no. I, as I was leaving, he was threatening a, somebody that he would kill them if he didn't eat pizza. And I was like, "Oh, this is LA so weird." Um, <laughs> so, so I mean, that it was awkward, but it wasn't. You know, it wasn't anything she did. But I mean, I don't know. Look, I always look back and I say, like, you know, maybe it's because my mom was just never the most, you know, like, uh, like warm person. But I just don't. I think that a lot of people take 
somebody being cold as like they're, they don't care or whatever, but it really, it's just a lot of anxiety. Mm-hmm. Like Tignataro is, is very anxious, a very anxious person. She's talked about it. Right. So I think the fact that, that she didn't know you and wasn't, it wasn't necessarily that she was, she didn't want you to be there. She was just anxious. She didn't know, you know, she, about you being there because you're an anomaly and it's and not you, you as a pizza. person. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and you, you and Aaron, and you and a football player <laughs> ate all the pizza. Yeah. So, so I think that, I think a lot of times we, we put, we put stuff on other people because you know, we want to be like, oh, this person doesn't like me or they were mean to me or yada, yada, yada. And look, she could be a joke stealer, but I just, I, I nine times out of 10, I feel like when you are such a, when you are a gen- generalized comedian, like Amy, like Nikki Glazer is, when you do generalized jokes, then you, that you really only have so much to pull from. And so, yeah, I think that, you know, there's, other comedians out there will do a joke and maybe her joke is similar, but I don't think she necessarily steals from them. Jay, weigh in on this. <laughs> on the Nikki Glaser specific Everything. or the celebrity of it all? Everything. My, my, I mean, from what I hear from you guys and what I know about the industry, co- comedians especially are <laughs> cutthroat and very willing to, what can I do to further my career? And if I step on the heads of other people, so be it. Like as long as I get the place, you know, on the next stand-up roster whatever it is Mm -hmm. so when it comes to hearing like you know that she's cutthroat and willing and dresses like that girl and did this like a set to look like that that's an actor thing too if you hear that another actor has been successful doing something and like oh i got signed doing this monologue when i dress like this can guarantee that five other actors are going to dress and do that monologue because they think that that same luck is going to strike upon them Mm -hmm. but i mean not to spill too much but i had a job where i was surrounded by people who were well-known or like, you know, famous people and the amount of energy that they have to give to people who they don't know. It's kind of like what Lori was saying that I think that people want to have that special moment with like, if I was not with Brad Pitt, but let's say I was working for Brad Pitt. Everybody knows who you are, but you don't know who they are. And they're coming up to you looking for you to perform or recognize or establish a connection with them because they want to have their story with you. And I think that it's unfair for us to ask these people to kind of give their full thing. Well, in fairness, neither Nikki, not, neither Lori nor I knew Nikki when she was famous. Like when I, no, when I met Nikki, she was just like a a, a regular comic. She yeah, she was like an up and yeah. And also, I I think that for the most part, I think people who are like truly cutthroat and tr- like I knew a lot of comedians who were like that, and they're they're middling at best. I mean, mm-hmm. and they're just it just feels their anger because they just think that like I'm doing all the things I need to do. I'm doing bringer shows. I'm stealing jokes. Um, you know, I'm touring all over the place, and I can't seem to make it. And it just makes them more and more angry. And I think that that to me is why they're not as popular. So you know, I think that I think that. In this day and age, I think people who are, are, you know, maybe a little nicer or just seem nicer get more going. So maybe she just learned to, you know, not necessarily be like bitchy, but just kind of be like very, you know, middle of the road, very like, uh, you know, over the cover sort of thing. But I mean, I, I definitely agree with you in the thing that she shouldn't have been the judge in that competition because it wasn't a stand-up gig; it was uh, it was a, a moth gig. It was a moth yes, show. It was, it was a moth show. You're right. <clears throat> they should have gotten somebody who who's really good at storytelling, like Adam you know, Slandra. <laughs> he he performed at the moth, I think. Oh, I've done the moth. Or, I've done the moth. And I know that you said that I hated her, 
which I don't hate her, but they should have gotten like a Hannah Gatsby. You hate Somebody Hannah Gatsby. I don't hate Hannah Gatsby. I just never, she's never made me laugh. Um, so I just think, I just think that, but I do Awkward. recognize that she Wait can be out. a good storyteller. So I think that, you know, that, that should have been somebody they get, somebody who can, who knows how to weave a good story. So. Jay, what's going on with you? Any other stories in your life? I do feel like I have, well, mm-hmm. I'm going to wait on for, uh, this is our penultimate tea episode. So I'm going to have is. more of an update on uh, something <clears throat> that I was going to talk about today, but in two weeks, I'll, I think it'll be a more full fleshed out story. Oh, that's right. You called me the other day and you're like, I was just, I'm waiting for a call and I'm going to talk about on the tea or something like that. Is that what you were talking about? Uh, that's like the first half of it. Yeah. So um, will you be mad if I try and guess? I don't think I, I've never brought this up before. So it'd be shocking, but I was going to give you guys, uh, Oh my God, this is like this story. I, I have one thing related to my friend who was shot. Mm-hmm. Um, if anybody wanted an update about that. Uh-huh. Oh Nick. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so his funeral is in two Thursdays and mm-hmm. um, his younger brother was <laughs> his younger brother who I'm going to call Davey. Um, and I, I mean, we all were like a very close group, but Davey was dating this guy in in Nick's family. It's very strange. Their family tree is like a lot of gay and queer people. So I would say out of all of the cousins stuff, there's only like two that are straight and everybody else identifies as something in LGBTQ plus gay. Now, were these people part of the cuddle puddle? No, that was a separate group. This was before the cuddle puddle. Yeah. Or actually after, because this was the, the friends of group that I went with and none of us hooked up. Um, so Davey was dating this guy who I'm going to name Bob and, um, we were at Nick's parents' house cause they were having like this big barbecue event, something. And I was friends with Davey, but I had just met Bob that night and I don't really drink. I'm not like a crazy partier, but they said, oh, we need more beer and more ice or whatever for whatever the drinks were. And I was like, I am happy to go drive like, cause they live right near a store. So I'm happy to go do that. And, um, that night, Bob, who was the boyfriend of Davey, making sure I get all these names right, uh, was there and he he was completely trashed and he goes, oh, I'll drive with you. And I go, no, it's fine. Like, I've got it. And is this NYPD Blue, by the way? Oh, my God. Lord, can you believe you just said that? No, what is this? No, Cold Law and Order. SVU. Oh, okay. Law and Order. Okay, so uh, anyway, Bob goes, I go, no, it's not necessary because he's he can't even stand straight. Like, he's completely trashy. And then he grabs onto my shoulders and he goes, it's guys like you who get me in trouble anyway. And I go, what does that mean? And he goes, well, Davey doesn't want us hanging out alone. And I go, why? And he goes, well, because I already told him that I have a huge crush on you. And I go, okay, well, I'm not comfortable being in the same car with you, so I'm just going to go alone. Were well, you stretching after- and showing your armpits at the time? <laughs> yeah. Nathan could attest that all I do is stretch. And I, I was pits out just like mm-hmm. completely, you know, showing mm-hmm. up. So it gets back to Davey that I told Bob that he can't come. So Davey has had a, a grudge against me. I never told him what happened because I thought like how embarrassing that would be. To- and Davey's the brother. Davey's the brother of Nick. Okay. So now all this is going on and I reach out. I haven't talked to Davey in a very long time. And I re- I'm like, I can't not, he, he cut me out because I was mean to his boyfriend who they've been broken up for like five years at this point now. So it's all like in the past, but I never brought it up because I felt like it was kind of a, 
rude to Davey. So I reach out and I text him and he sends me back a novel of a message just saying like, I can't believe it took this to like bring us back together. I'm so sorry. Like this is anyway, it healed a lot of wounds that like were, I never would have probably healed unless this happened with Nick. So I'm thinking if anything happened good from this whole experience with Nick, it brought me and the brother back together, which is kind of a, an, a bittersweet thing, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. Oh, that's so good. anyway, I'm going to see him where I'm seeing them at the services on next Thursday. And so it's kind of strange because this was really bringing a lot of people back together because Nick was very influential to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And so I'm seeing a lot of friends from the past who I haven't seen some of them in like 10 years. So it'll be, it'll be interesting to be at that next in two Thursdays. Hmm. Lord, do you have any comment on this? No, I think that's nice. I mean, it's sad like the that premise... it's, it's... Go ahead. It's always sad when a funeral is the reason why friends get back together. But I mean, sometimes, you know, that, that that's the case. It's just, you know, it's always like, oh, man, you wish yeah. that it wasn't like, you know, I feel like now the comedy friends that I have, we, we only get together when somebody dies. So, yeah. And comedians famously have, for some reason, shortened careers yeah. or shortened lives. Yeah. Um, strangely, this is the plot of The Big Chill. The, the movie from the eighties, which I've always thought it should be read. My that's my one of my mom's favorite movies. Yeah, is that what it is? Where they get together at a funeral and then they yeah. all start hanging yeah. out again? Yeah. Oh, Kevin Bacon was gonna. That was gonna be his first uh, role. Was he was gonna be? They had some scenes where they were gonna have him. No wait, not Kevin Bacon. Kevin Costner. Uh, um, he were they were gonna have him play the guy that ends up killing that. Well, that killed himself in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were gonna do some scenes, but they cut them. So, mm-hmm. um. But uh, yeah, the the friend group from college, one of their friends kills himself, and then they all come together. That's the impetus for First Wives Club. They stalker Channing kills herself, and then they decide that That's they need to right. change their lives. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Did you guys ever read the book? No. No. What, is, it, it is it called First Wives Club? <laughs> yeah, it's so much darker. Oh really? Like he not only he be, the man the the stalker Channing's husband rapes and beats her and that's why he <gasps> she kills him herself. Oh my goodness! Yeah, and so and also all the all the wives they're like super abusive, and the guy remember the in the movie which I mean you know of course they would but remember in the movie the um uh the father I think is the father in Alias he's dating uh Kel, uh. Saved by the Bell actress, and she's super young. And you find out that she's still in high school, and he doesn't know. Well, in the movie or in the book, he knows, and that's like he's a pedophile, not a pedophile. He's he he like wants to have sex with younger women, way younger women, and that's the whole reason why he's dating her, is so he can sleep with young. He wants to have sex with a younger woman. The craziest part of the whole book, right, is that in the movie. Um, the daughter of uh, Diane Keaton. What's her Keaton. name? Diane Keaton is gay, right? The and the Seventh Heaven dad, the, their daughter's oh, gay. Yeah. In the book, the daughter has Down syndrome. Mm. You so have, to you're me, both. I just have a splash, <laughs> splash of the Downs. Uh, and so, uh, in the book, I thought, I just thought it was so funny that they were like, in the movie, they're like, well, we don't want it to be too, we don't want to have a daughter with Down syndrome, but what it, What can we make the audience feel sad for the family? Oh, what they have a gay tra- daughter. Yeah, what can her trauma be? Yeah. Oh, she has a gay daughter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That guy, the seventh heaven dad, ooh, that's a oh. wild tale. 
Yeah, that's crazy. And he I plays also, this like peachy, you know, person on. I tried camera. to look him up. Wait, wait. So what's the deal? I mean, I know there's, a, there's some sort of a controversy with him, but what was it? You can't be. So what kind was, of broadcast do you guys do? Ugh, that story. Anyway, <laughs> well, I assume everybody knows it. He was. Uh, I. I mean, Jay. I don't know if, if you have more, but he was going through a pretty bitter divorce, and and his wife basically released some audio or released or did something where she showed that in their marriage counseling, he admitted admitted to fantasies of wanting to have sex with young women, like uh, six, seven years old. Oh my Not gosh. Women, like young girls. Like he would often fantasize about having sex with, you know, little girls. And, and so that, and uh, I, I don't know if it's ever, if he ever, if anything ever came of it, but he definitely was like, his career was ruined. So yeah. oh, he's in jail now. Cause he admitted that what? he sexually oh, wow. abused three, three girls, preteens. Oh, he, he did was- abuse them. Yeah, he oh, okay. three girl. I think he was younger too. I I would have to look up the article, but he was younger, and it, they came forward, I believe, and he admitted to three cases. And so he's, I I believe, he got charged, and he's in prison. Wow! But it's, I think, what's crazy is like it's a crack in the veneer. Like this guy who was the se- the seventh heaven dad, like this mm-hmm. churchly man, and who plays this like good guy is just you know it's the dark secret that comes out. It's wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's always crazy. And then I was I was rewatching some. It's always sunny in Philadelphia, and he plays a guy who adopts young kids because he just wants to help them so much. Mm-hmm. And I'm yeah. like, oh, that doesn't age well. Well, that's Chris D'Elia in season two of You, where he plays a uh, somebody who's like who likes little children, or he like. But uh, he does the same in in uh, um, workaholics. But uh-huh. my thing with that is, did he? Is he actually, was there actually ever any proof that he did, he did those things? No, he never actually did anything. That's the thing. That to me is like, I don't know if I want to put that connotation. That's a pretty big connotation to put on That's somebody. the tricky thing with Chris D'Elia. There's never, yeah. no one's come forward that he actually slept with them. They've come forward that he hit on them. Or this one guy, I know this, I don't remember one person said my, a friend of mine said that he did this, but the friend never came forward. So I was like, well, how do we know? And the tricky it's thing too, and I'm, I can't because I feel like Lori right now with Nikki Glaser. <clears throat> Chris Lee has always been very nice to me. Always, every time, every interaction I've ever had with him has always been super, super nice. He always seemed coked out, but always super nice. But um, what I will say is, when you were a comic, and he's always been like the hot comic, you know, yeah, is you have these people who are like chicks who like to like hit on guys and i'm sure i'm not sure that this is what happened but like but i think this is a known thing i think she did say that she flirted with him or something like that but that he took it a step too far or something like that and she was like mm. 17 but i'm like who knows what she told him and how is he supposed to vet everybody i don't know it's a really tricky i'm sure he let me say this i'm sure he's done fucked up shit there's probably yeah he probably crossed the line i yes. don't think that that's and and i think there's enough people who came forward to say like okay He's definitely, he definitely, he's the type of person I feel like who definitely wouldn't, I don't think he asks questions because he mm-hmm. doesn't want to know the answer. You know, he doesn't ask how old are you because he doesn't want to hear that you're 16. Mm-hmm. So he wants, or 17, he wants to just assume yeah. that, you Plausible know. deniability. Yeah. yeah. So I, I definitely get that. But I feel like, you know, I don't know. That's just, it's a big, con- child molester, pedophile is a big connotation to put on somebody. It's just to me, I just, it. It's look, I don't think I think it's it's icky, but I don't necessarily think it's child molester. Mm-hmm. But, it, you know, who knows? Maybe 
maybe in the long run, you know, we'll come, people will come forward, but mm-hmm. it seems like he's been working on himself. So, um, you know, who knows? Who knows? Um, all right. I want to change. We usually do ask a skinny person, right? But I want to do a, a, a nude bit. It's the same thing though. And this time it is because I, I need, I need some advice, but this is a good way to do it is it's ask a mentally balanced person. Okay. Oh, there we go. Yeah, All right, ask, Lori, I hope you're ready. Yeah. <laughs> now, before we start, Lori, oh, do you have dear. any do you have any questions for a mentally balanced person? Have you not been paying attention? Um Yeah, I have a question. Okay. Uh let's say Oh, this this is goes great with uh there's I'm going to do my my stretches real quick. Yeah. Yeah, let's go great with what's happened this weekend with Star and I. Okay. All right. Let's say you uh, you ask you, you're asking a question to to your spouse. You're asking a question to your boyfriend. Okay. Sure. And Paul is a Topo Chico flavored. Yeah, yeah. that was the question. Right. Yeah. <laughs> let's say you're sitting down to watch Drag Race, the the new episode. You didn't watch the previous episode. Okay. And you ask your partner what happened last episode, and your boyfriend says. Your boyfriend says, Oh, I told you that already. And so then you say, Oh, well, I, I guess I forgot what, what happened last episode. And your boyfriend says, Well, you'll find out soon. What is your next response to that? <laughs> My response would be like, Okay. <laughs> A very is your, is your next response. Okay. So you think, do you think that? Do you think it's valid to then ask your your boyfriend is the is what happened last episode a secret that you've been sworn to death to never talk about? <laughs> I do think sarcasm is a a fine way to go on that path because okay. it's you're not asking much. I'll give you that. And if your if your boyfriend then yells at you and says, "I have I have a hard time pro it takes me a long time to process what you're saying." Do you say, well, then stop fucking responding to me with asinine comments that are meant to infuriate me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, now, good now you're for losing Jay. me. Yeah. yeah now, now we're losing me. Um, <laughs> I think that uh, if it's a pattern where you're always asking for a recap of something that you should be paying attention to, then there is a line that could be drawn. All right. So let me let me do another. This is another example. So yeah. let's say the next day. So let's say you have apologized. All okay. right. Like you've apologized. And the next day you're driving to Pasadena and both of you haven't eaten breakfast yet. You haven't had coffee. You haven't eaten breakfast yet. Yeah. And uh, let's say that you're driving to Pasadena and Star wants to, and you're sorry, your boyfriend wants to go to <laughs> Target. You have to go get fingerprints done, but your boyfriend wants to go to Target. So you go, okay, I'll drop you off at Target, mm-hmm. but you have to figure out where Target is next to this fingerprint place. So you're driving and then your boyfriend says, oh yeah, there's a Target nearby. Mm-hmm. And then never gives you any kind of direction or anything. So you just start driving in the fingerprint place and your boyfriend says, Oh, you're supposed, you were supposed to turn right there. Do you, what do you do? What, what would you say? Did you have an appointment for the finger pl- fingerprints? No. It was a okay. walk-in. I would turn around and drop my boyfriend off and then drive myself to the finger place. But they've given you no directions as to how to get to that target. So, oh. Oh. and they say, you have to turn right here. What would you say? Oh, well, I'm sorry. I missed that turn, babe. Let me turn around and get you there. 
Okay, so you wouldn't say, what the fuck is wrong with you, and why can't you give me the goddamn directions when I ask for them? You wouldn't no, say that? I'd say, oh, we missed that turn. Okay. <laughs> let me let me turn us around. So you're saying My anger, darling. Is, anger is not the best path. Yeah, I don't, I don't immediately jump to anger when that happens, no. Well, it must be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Joe? Okay. I'm taking questions from the left. Yes. Um, am I on the left? On, on mine, I'm in the bottom middle. Oh, that's where I'm at right now. And I look like the banker from, um, what's that one? Let's make a deal. Oh, I never watched Let's Make a Deal. I'm busy working during the day. So, um, okay. Let's say Paul is like, hey, Jay, I need a mental health break. Please never talk to me. And so you go a week and you're giving them, you know, you might text them, even though they live in the same house. Yeah. And now it's been a week. And now you're like, what the fuck really is going on? And how long do you, because now I'm getting to the point where, I mean, sorry, let's say you're getting to the point where you're like, does this have to do with me? This is an awfully long time not to go talk and there's no interaction really whatsoever. You haven't heard from Paul since Thursday and maybe you played the last song from Falsettos and just wept um, in your bedroom by yourself. What would you do? What steps would you take? Okay, I have two questions. Yeah. The first is, are you reaching out and not getting an answer back? Well, I, I'm sorry. Well, you were reaching out you know, oh, every yeah. day, just giving good wishes. And then Thursday was the last time that Paul messaged you. But you haven't heard anything. You did Friday and Saturday, you did, but there was no response. Then I would ask myself, how does that make me feel? Because I care about myself as well and not in a greedy way but just in a i i want to go through my life you know liking who i am and how i behave so i would kind of take into account my feelings and uh but would you take into account like well this person is really going through it and they're really depressed and of like, course Paul's really sad and stuff like that, and so you like want to give them the space that they need and you don't want to yeah. seem like a dick um Yes, my half of my heart is with Paul, so I want to make sure that he's okay, and I want to know that he knows that I love him. And I, but I have to look out for myself too, because if it's hurting me, this whole scenario, then mm. that's not doing either of us any good. Because <coughs> Jay, I think I got the answer. I think oh, I got yeah. The let's go for yeah. the let's go for the opposite here. Yeah, I think no. This is actually really good. Okay, I think what you should <laughs> do is is you should you should call them. Right? Call them, let it ring twice, and then hang up, and then send them a text message saying, sorry, didn't mean to call you, accidentally butt-dialed you. How are you doing? Well, no, I'm allowed to... I mean, sorry, Jay's allowed to message Paul. I know, I'm just saying that I think that that's how you get... Because then it's an innocuous thing, and it accidentally happened. And they can be like, oh, no worries. And then you go, how are you doing, by the way? And and then they could be like, I'm good. And just well, judge it the that. last message, Paul, Paul sent Jay a message saying, you are like, G- what, did, what did Paul write? What did Paul write? Let me look at my phone real quick and yeah. I can show you on the screen. Paul wrote. Oh, here, I'm pulling it up. Yeah. Um, okay, I think I've, I'm close to finding. So oh, Jay wrote right to him that, you know, that he's with him and, you know, like he's rooting for him kind of thing. And then he wrote. Paul wrote to him, you are like Jesus. Your grace will not go to waste. I love you. And that was the, that was the last Jay ever heard from Paul on Thursday. Is Paul religious normally? No. Is Paul recreationally using drugs? No, not that I know of. 
So I don't know what to do. Joe, I'm sorry. How I feel about Paul doing this behavior. Well, Lori, I want your real advice. What, what, what do you think? Now we can stop this game. What do you think? I mean, I, today I was telling people like, I don't care, blah, 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 blah. But then this afternoon, it really hit me. And I was like, I have not heard from this person in, a, I've not talked to him in a week. And Is this Aiden? No, it's Paul. I've been dating Paul. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, uh, to be honest with you, it seems like he's going through something. So yeah, that's I, why I know. That's why I feel like. But the problem is, is like that's what happens with long distance relationships. Is when mm-hmm. you when you go when you go through something, you're you have a tendency to be insular and to shut down and to kind of not want to talk to other people. But when you're in a long distance relationship, it's hard to reach out and be like, oh, I you know, I I need your help and stuff. So just I would say just constantly. Just I, I wouldn't maybe not today, but maybe tomorrow, or maybe later today. Just send him a message and say like, "Hey, thinking about you. I hope you're doing okay." That's what and, I've been doing. Yeah, yeah. And if he's not responding to you, then you know, I mean, to be honest with you, <clears throat> it's not fair to you if he keeps not responding. Even if he's in a bad place, it's not fair to you. He need he needs to know that if this is if this is a true relationship, that he needs to also acknowledge how you're feeling and and what you're going through. And so. You know, at some point, you just got to be like, you got to send him a message and say, like, look, I understand you're in a bad place, but I need you to communicate with me. Because if we're in a relationship, then that's, then you need to communicate with me. And just not communicating with you is not going to be the, the way that I can help you. I need to be able to do something else. So. All right. I just want, I guess I want to know, like, at what point is it okay to be like, yeah, I can't do this anymore. And not be a jerk. Well, he'll always probably think I'm a jerk if I do, but like. I agree with Lori that you're in a partnership and you both have to feel good about how your partnership is working. And, um, if you're, if you're, you, you need to look out for yourself too, cause it's not making you feel good. And if you have you voiced that to him so that he knows. No, cause I even wanted to add to his stress. And also, I think in general, I think that, you know, it just, to be honest with you, it just shows his immaturity that this is not, this is not how you go about a relationship. If you're, if I'm in a frustrated space, I don't, I don't immediately say to Star, I need you to leave me alone and not talk to me. I yell at her. So she doesn't, <laughs> she does both. Um, no, I, <laughs> I will say like, look, I love you very much. And, you know, I'm just really stressed right now. And here are things I need. I just need to focus on my work and I don't want to upset you, you know, so you just, communication is key in a relationship, especially when you're in a bad place. So the fact that his go-to is just to be like, just don't, just don't. Lori broke up again. Yeah, Lori, we lost you. Aiden sabotaged her microphone. (laughs) Yeah, he came up with some Like Aiden, she just suddenly stopped talking. (laughs) She's not the only one. I need some time. But you, you deserve to be happy. And so I think that, yeah, I think this just shows that he... He needs to work on communication and, you know, it could be today. I would start off by saying like, how are you doing? You know, and if he still doesn't respond, then definitely tomorrow say like, look, this is not going to work for me. Like you need to communicate. All right. Jay, do you agree with this? Um, I do think that that will add on to whatever he's going through right now. Um, so if there's a way that, I mean, you know him better than we do, Joe. So if there's a way to communicate your concerns to him in a way that is not going to stress him out or give him anxiety, I would suggest that. Um, but I, I do think that your needs need to be heard as well so that it's not a one-sided uh, partnership. It's, so, it's that's tough. So strangely, um, I... Uh, I will say this, though, too. And mm-hmm. I, I have real fast, sorry to cut you off, yeah. but it is hard to hear yourself talked about 
when you're not there to talk back. So if he's going to hear this later, I'm sure it's not going to go great because it's it's hard to have people talk about you and not have your voice heard to defend yourself. Yeah. Uh, so I saw this post. It's weird because it's almost been like fortune telling. But um, I saw this post the other day that was about this very thing. Um, about how to talk to somebody who's going through this. I can't... Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's, it's talking about this. And, it, and so the, ultimately what it ends is one of those Instagram posts. But they, they uh, it's weird because if they, if they say like, oh, they should. Um, uh, I can't. You ask it. a lot of questions and you paraphrase. They, they literally they wrote the script for what I should write to him. It was really weird. So. I don't think it's a bad thing idea to put it into words and just say, look, I, I have some things I need to say. And then if you need a day to respond, to take a, take a beat and. You might find something out about the relationship that you didn't know before. Just putting it on into paper. Yeah. Pen to paper. All right. Well, let's call it a day there. You know, On that the, chipper note. Yeah. My mom. So, like, what's funny is, I don't think they're here yet. My mom, before the show started, she was like. <laughs> that's, a, that's a different show. <laughs> I thought uh, Lori was going to start her stand-up. Yeah, that was, that, was, that, was, that was her doing her Nikki Glaser defense. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, my mom was like, we're going to go out and get food for dinner. Give me your order. We're going to go to In-N-Out, and we'll have it when you're done with your show. And I was like, oh, that's very nice. Right? Took her my order. So I was busy, like, at certain points because they were texting me frantically. We're not going to In-N-Out after all. And I told them, I can't talk during the show. And they're like, uh, we're going to this one place that I've never been to. Give us your order. And I'm like... I don't have an order. I can't. with fries and a shake. Yeah, I can't do an order. I, I'm on a show. I can't look at a menu and order. And they're like, "Fine, we'll just go to double. We'll, go to, we'll just go to In and Out. I guess we'll just go to In and Out." He ruined our life. Yeah, and I was like, "I am on a show." Like, I think they think I'm just I had like that, chatting. I had that happen to me one day when I was at school. My aunt wanted to know what I wanted for my birthday, uh, uh, for the meal for our birthday party yesterday. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I'm going to make tuna salad. You want tuna salad? And I didn't answer. And she responded back, I need to know right now. I know. I know. And I, so then I called her after school and I said, I don't care. Make the taste. I don't care if you want tuna salad. I don't, I'm not going to eat it. As long so as then it's not she goes, warm. Oh, then I won't make it. And then yeah. she goes, and then I came, we went there yesterday and they made tuna salad. And she's like, well, I decided I wanted it. So I made it. And I was like, well, then problem solved. Yeah, but it's just like one of these things where like I just I wasn't even mad. I'm like, I'll just go get something for my. You guys get wherever you're getting. I don't know what it is. I'll just I'll go to Chipotle and get my sofritas with uh, black beans and whatever I get brown rice. Anyway, all right. Well, Jay, give us your plugs. <clears throat> oh, I never got to give my guess what Jay's gonna tell us. But okay, go ahead. Instagram donor underscore underscore jealous. Twitter underscore still jealous. Just something there. And I'm going to make a TikTok, I think. Lori's oh. inspired me. Ooh, I'm fighting, fighting with people who call you, telemarketers and stuff? Yes, that's right. I'm going to steal that content. Nikki Glazer. It's going to yeah. be Come Jane on, Nikki, Nikki Jazer. What about you, Lori? <laughs> well, I do know that you need a new name, so that might be a good one. Is oh. You know, Jay Nazer. Yeah. yeah. Joe and I kind of workshop some, so we'll see yeah. what happens. Um... Uh, at TikToks at sick in bed with a Y for sick. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, uh, uh, just 
don't really put a lot on there, but I've been doing this ongoing theme of talking to scammers on there and creating backstories and seeing how long it takes for them to stop responding to me. So, um, yeah, if you're interested, um, check out Bloody Podcast. We might be doing a live show coming up uh, in the next couple months. So, yeah, check that out. All right. Well, we'll leave it at that right there. Guys, thank you guys so much for being here. Uh, we'll see you guys in a couple of weeks for the finale of the tea, the, the, the season finale of the tea next episode. Not next week. Next week, hopefully, Adam Burns is back from his COVID vacation. Um, but we will see you guys then. Um, all right. Adios. Bye.